Hey there, this is Erica, and you're listening to Mommy Needs to Eat Too, empowering bad bitches from all walks of life. Now, at the top of the show, I just want to let you know that I have a Patreon page if you're interested in some exclusive content, maybe some bonus episodes from time to time. And you will also be able to ask me a question every six months. Anything you want to know, just ask. And once I start having guests on the show, you will be also be able to ask any question of one of my guests every six months. I also want to let you know that anytime I mention a product or service, it is not sponsored. I am not receiving any sort of benefit or payment for mentioning mentioning it. I only bring it up because it's something that I like. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. So first off, I just want to apologize for not uploading a new episode last week. Um, Basically, um, just a lot of stuff going on in my personal life right now. Some sickness, our little guy's first birthday party. So just unfortunately, it just did not work out for me last week. But I'm back and ready to roll. So um, I just want to give a trigger warning that this episode does include underage drinking and uh, sexual assault. So if that's something that you feel that you would be upset by, then please do not continue to listen. So our story begins right around my 20th birthday. Um, This was when I was going out to a club in downtown St. Louis. because I love to dance. Even to this day, I still love to dance. Um, But this club was the only club in our area that allowed for under 21, which should have been our first sign that the place was sketchy as shit. And interestingly enough, the, that club, it it was, I'll just say 1014 was the name of the club. And uh, they are no longer in business and they have not been for quite some time now. Probably, I would guess they got busted because they had a ton of underage drinking going on, but what do I know? (laughs) So, um, I made some plans with a bunch of friends. I said, hey, let's all go out to 1014 on this night and we'll all just dance and we'll celebrate my birthday and it'll be, you know, a big, big fun ordeal. I invited, you know, a a lot of different people, spread the word to a lot of different people. I went out and bought this whole new outfit and like I think maybe even some new jewelry and just got dressed up to the nines and was you know put my makeup on and did my hair and a couple of my girls came over um, and we were all getting ready to go to the club and unfortunately a big group of the people that I invited were not able to make it that night and here's a little foreshadowing or whatever for you I honestly still look back and wonder if this group had shown up maybe things wouldn't have gone down quite the way that they did and I mean maybe they would have who's to say and also I'm not one to really regret the past or choices or decisions that I've made in the past because it's made me the human being that I am today. So I wouldn't necessarily change it, but it was really tough. (laughs) So two of my girlfriends came over 
to um, go to the club with me. Um, one of them was, uh, one of the girls was actually one of my best friends at the time. And the other gal, we were friends, but not like super close friends. Um, but I was just excited that we were all gonna go, go dance and celebrate, you know, my, my birthday. And so we get there and we're having a good time. And, I, you know, it was disappointing because, like I said, there was a group that I had invited that didn't show. So that was a little disappointing for me. But nonetheless, we got our groove on and had a good time. Um, and at one point, I'm not entirely sure how it went down, but we were invited up to the VIP booth. So we're like, hell yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, my my really good friend at the time, she she had on a fake engagement ring so dudes wouldn't hit on her. <laughs> but so the three of us, we went up to the, the VIP booth. Um, and, you know, there were some other gals up there as well. And we were dancing and just well so my best friend she's not much the so the girl that was like my best friend she's not much of it she wasn't much of a dancer <laughs> but me and the other girl so okay from now on let's call my the gal that was was my best friend we'll call her d and the other gal that i wasn't quite as close with we'll call her c so D, C, and I went up to the VIP booth, and, you know, like I said, D was not much into dancing, not really her thing, but she was there to, you know, kind of watch out for me and make sure that, um, you know, that I had a good time, and, and she, you know, she wanted to support me and, and have a good time with me as well. She just wasn't, uh, wasn't much of a dancer. And I believe at that time she was actually above, yeah, she was over the age of 21, so she could drink. So she was having a couple of drinks and just kind of chilling out while C and I were busting a move <laughs> up in the booth. So at one point, um, somehow C and I, we were both underage at this point, and somehow we both ended up with some alcoholic beverages and we, of course we weren't gonna fucking say no to that. <laughs> So we started drinking and, you know, the more we drank, the, uh, the better we felt, obviously, and the, the better we got at dancing, you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> so we're drinking and my friend D pulls me aside and is like, hey, this, this guy was, had been chatting her up and so I guess her engagement ring, her fake engagement ring wasn't really doing its job, but this dude had been sitting there and chatting her up and he had said, hey, is there somebody here with GHB? And at the time, I didn't know what, I didn't even know what GHB was. And for those of you that don't know, that's basically the date, one of the date rape drugs. Um, so, and I was just like, whatever, I, you know, I, I've been holding on to my drink. I haven't put it down, like I'll be fine. And I know C had been doing the same thing and D was, had been holding her drink as well. So we weren't too concerned, but it, it definitely put us on a bit more of alert. Um, 
However, looking back, I'm like, where were those drinks coming from? <laughs> like, were they coming directly from the bar? No, somebody, because the bar was downstairs and we were upstairs. So clearly somebody was bringing them upstairs to us. You know, in my drunken mind, I guess it didn't really click that that, that could have been a very ample opportunity for someone to drug us. But anyhow. Oh my God, I keep having these recovered memories. <laughs> At one point, my friend C ended up with this very, very popular radio host at the time in our area. I don't know if he still is DJing or not, but first of all, he's an ugly ass motherfucker, ugly and awkward. And my friend smoking. So <laughs> I don't know how in the hell I think his, his, uh, celebrity is what got her interested. But at one point, he ended up with her in the men's restroom and I followed them in there and I said, absolutely not get the fuck away from her. You nasty ass motherfucker. Like I 100% told this, <laughs> this popular radio DJ off and was like, get the fuck away from her. You are disgusting. So saved C that night from probably a very regrettable, <laughs> what could have been a very regrettable inc incident. <laughs> God. So anyway, you know, we we're drinking and dancing and like whoever was providing us with the drinks clearly knew that C and I were under 21. And so, you know, he would bring a, up more drinks for the booth and he told C and I that we couldn't have any unless we would make out with each other. And so we made out and that's how we, we got more drinks. So again, another clue that perhaps things were just not quite right, <laughs> that someone, someone was, you know, exploiting us sexually for alcoholic beverages, <laughs> turning, which I know I'm sure this happens frequently. Like I'm not stupid. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not oblivious. I'm not completely naive, but Again, that it happened several times where he would not provide us with any more beverages until we would make out with one another. And anyhow, as the night progressed, we, God, she and I got fucking wild. Like, it's embarrassing to look back now and think of all the things that I did. I was, so there was a balcony <laughs> that we were, we were flashing people off of. And I know I have, we saw a couple of my friends from high school and I know, um, he definitely got a picture while I was flashing. So that is out there somewhere and cannot be taken back, unfortunately, <laughs> but you know, I was 19 going on 20. We all do stupid shit, right? <laughs> But yeah, we, we just, C and I just got fucking wild. So at this time, and I, I'm sure it's still the same way in St. Louis, but um, at this point in time, um, all the bars and the clubs shut down at either two or three in the morning. I can't remember. Um, but either way, at that point in time, that just seemed way too early. <laughs> like, 
the fuck was I? <laughs> two o'clock, three o'clock a.m. was too early to shut down. Jesus. <laughs> but my friend D, she had to leave early, either one o'clock or two o'clock. But C and I wanted to stick around and keep on partying and everything. But for some reason, D had to, oh, I think she had to work the next day. <laughs> God. And, you know, being a good friend and the responsible one, she still wanted to come out and hang out, but also, like, needed to get a certain amount of sleep, right? So we're all hanging out, and this, towards the end, when things are starting to wrap up, my friend D is like, hey, I have to go, you know, I'm sorry, here is your ID, here's your, you know, all the things that I've been holding for you. Um, one of my friends from high school had shown up, and we had seen him earlier, and he had some friends with him, and he was like, yeah, I can take them home, take C and I home, so, and D knew this, this guy as well, so she felt, and he's a super good dude, so she, we all felt super comfortable with um, him taking C and I home. So Dee's leaving and there's this guy that comes up to me. So pause. <laughs> this is not long after the Cardinals had won the World Series and like I was obsessed with David Epstein and <laughs> I thought he was just the most adorable, hottest dude I'd ever seen. And you know, the, the Cardinals, um, fanfare was still going on even though I think it was 06 maybe it was 07 when they won either way so this dude comes up to us and he's a, a Latino man and he's saying hey I my friend and I we're gonna have an after party you know after the club shuts down if you guys want to come over um, the some of the Cardinals players are gonna be there it's gonna be a good time um, we would, you know, would love for you to come over and hang out. You can meet some of the Cardinals players and kept really, really pushing the Cardinals players thing. Spoiler alert, I didn't fucking meet any St. Louis Cardinals. I'm sure that's not shocking to any of you listening now. So at first it's like, okay, this guy, you know, I, so I was raised, my dad is military or was military and he's now, um, chief of police in a town out here in Illinois. <laughs> and so... Obviously, I was raised like, you don't trust dudes. You don't fucking trust men. <laughs> like, they only want one fucking thing from you. So don't fucking trust them. So initially, it's like, yeah, okay, guy, like, whatever. But once he started talking more, more about the Cardinals being there, it was like, you know, C and I were talking about it. And I was like, we really shouldn't. And she was just like, she really, really fucking wanted to go. And... So, pause for another story. Earlier that year, or the year before, I had gotten super, super drunk, and my friend had left me alone with some guy we did not know because there was a guy that she had a crush on that was there. And thankfully, this guy ended up being a very good dude and didn't fuck with me at all, but um, I just, I remembered how it felt to be essentially deserted by your friend whenever you're completely inebriated and almost unable to really like even speak at that point like I probably had I wouldn't be surprised if I had a little bit of alcohol poisoning that night 
Um, so with that in my mind and my friend C wanting to go to this after party, I was like, dude, I'm not fucking leaving you. Like, I'm not fucking leaving you. And um, the guy friend <clears throat> was like super, super upset. He was like, Erica, you cannot go. Like, please, please let her be. Let C go on her own. Like, please come with us. Let us take you home because, you know, obviously the dudes weren't fucking invited to this after party. <laughs> I was like, I can't, you know, I cannot leave her. I can't fucking leave her. I've been down that path where someone has left me and I made a promise to myself that I would not do that to anybody else. And so, unfortunately, I ended up <laughs> getting into the vehicle with this dude and his buddy. And C was there, obviously, as well. And his buddy, as it turns out, is a local um, musician, artist, performer. I think he's a singer, rapper. I'm not 100% sure. Anyhow, as it turned out, he's a, a pretty popular local St. Louis um, musician, performing artist. And I didn't know that at the time. I mean... And incidentally, he is still performing in the St. Louis area today. So if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> but really, though. So anyway, we, we get into this vehicle and they drive us. It wasn't too, it couldn't have been too far because I'm pretty sure it was a loft that's on Washington Avenue. And we had been on Locust, which is just, I mean, a street or two over from Washington Ave. So we couldn't have gotten terribly far. And at this point, obviously, I'm super, super intoxicated. I had not eaten that day. Well, I had eaten. I had not eaten enough that day. So very, very intoxicated at this point. And I don't remember. There's a lot that I don't remember from here on out. Um, but we did end up going up to this guy's loft. And I, I assume it's the performing artist. I assumed that it was his loft. That was my understanding at the time. And so it was him, C, this other guy that had invited us over. We'll call him, he, he called himself Jay, so we'll call him Jay. So it was the performing artist. We'll call him A. Oh, Lord Jesus, this is going to get confusing. So we have A, J, C, and I. And then um, there are two gals there that I don't know. Um... And I assume that they were friends of A's or maybe one was, I maybe even one of them was his girlfriend. I'm not sure. Um, I never actually got to meet them. Or I did meet them, but I wasn't really introduced. It was just like, hey, they're kind of here. And I remember thinking that this A, the artist, that he was very attractive, but it was the other guy, Jay, who was really more interested in me. And it seemed like, looking back now, it seems like Jay was supposed to keep C entertained. What? No. It seemed like A was supposed to keep C entertained while Jay was hooking up with me. However, I didn't want to hook up with Jay. I didn't really want to hook up with anyone, but definitely not him. I didn't find him attractive. Um, I mean, he wasn't a bad-looking dude, but just not my type, not my style. And that's, again, not the reason that I had gone to this loft in the first place. I went solely to 
keep an eye on my friend C and make sure that she was okay because she was not about to not go to this after party with the Cardinals. And like I said, spoiler, spoiler alert, there were no fucking St. Louis Cardinals there. So fuck you, Jay, for using one of... <laughs> fuck you, Jay, for using the St. Louis Cardinals as a way to get in some chick's pants or to try to get in some chick's pants. I think that's where I'm going to leave it for this week. Um, this is probably going to end up being like a series of sorts because there's a lot to tell. Um, and not just about the actual incident itself, but about the aftermath and the post-traumatic, um, well, the PTSD, honestly, is what, well, so my therapist said it was, it's post-traumatic rape disorder, so, um, but anyway, I just, I, this is a hard one, I know, not a lot of fun facts or anything, <laughs> No fun facts, actually, this week. Um, but it's just, this is something that's been on my mind and my heart that I feel like I need to put out there um, as much as I've been dreading it and not wanting to. And honestly, that's another reason why I didn't record last week is because I, I knew this is the next, the next right thing, as Anna would say in Frozen. <laughs> um, but... It's just, it's hard going back down this path because I'm realizing I didn't fully heal from this and there are still a lot of unanswered questions and I'm hoping that during this um, little mini-series, I guess we'll call it, I can find out some more answers because I do have some uh, resources I can tap into um, and I, there are... <sighs> a lot of resources and phone calls that I can make. It's just, I'm at this precipice now. Do I, do I just fucking take the plunge or do I, do I pussyfoot out? <laughs> it's truly where I'm at. So let me know what you all think. Um, if you think, so, you know, I should just fucking leave it alone. Ignorance is bliss. Tell me that. Um, but if you think that I need to dig further, I need some encouragement, you guys. <laughs> I really fucking do. So, anyway. Let's talk about treat yourself. So, this week, let's all take a moment to dig down and look into those deep, dark places that you haven't touched or dealt with in a long time. It's hard. Trust me. I fucking get it. It's difficult. This is, this was a very, very traumatic, um, event in my life and it 100% changed the trajectory of my life. I believe, um, I, I said, I've thought and said many a time that if, um, if this event had not happened, I fully believe I would have ended up stripping and possibly getting into sex work. Um, and not, you know, so for any of you out there that are exotic dancers or are into sex work and it's what you want to do and you enjoy it, no shame on you whatsoever. It's just, for me, that wouldn't have been a good 
life path, I don't think. And again, I'm not passing any judgment on anyone. I just, I, I foresee myself having gone down that path and probably becoming addicted to drugs and just really getting getting myself into a very, very bad spot. Especially with all the mental health issues that I had had and still have, obviously. Um, but anyway, take a moment or several moments <laughs> this week and just dig down deep into those deep, dark places, the things that you've buried so deep within, and just begin to bring them back into the light. And if it's too much, that's okay. Put them back. Shove them back down into that closet. That's okay. But maybe, maybe just maybe, you're strong enough now to deal with these things. And that's, that's what I'm hoping for myself for this, this little, um, many series is that I find that I'm, I'm stronger. I know that I'm stronger now, but, but I find that I'm strong enough to really begin to completely heal from this. Um, and you know, for those of you that it's an option, maybe therapy for those, those things that those wounds that are still not healed, those things that are left untouched. Um, that's, that's always an option as well. Um, anyhow, we'll continue next week. Um, I love you guys and thank you so much for listening. And, you know, again, let me know what you think about me digging further and finding answers. I mean, honestly, I think that's the only way that I'm going to be able to fully heal. However, it's fucking terrifying and I just, uh, I just don't know. So I love you guys and we'll check back in next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Mommy Needs to Eat Too. Now, if you can do me one big favor, I would so appreciate it if you would go on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and leave me a rating and a review. That is going to help other people find me and spread the message that your needs your dreams, your desires, your wants all still fucking matter. And while you're at it, if you are interested in some extra content, check out the Instagram page, Mommy Needs to Eat Too. That's Mommy Needs, the number two, E-A-T-T-O-O. All right, folks. Thanks so much. We'll check in again next week. Love you all. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.